Coming up, I want to share with you a story that I've been saving for this episode specifically. It really helped me, and I hope it's going to be a refreshing story for you. Since this is episode 100, I did want to take a minute to recap where we've been on the podcast and wrap up today by telling you where I see us going from here. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Financial Pathway Podcast with Nate Skellett, where we discuss important financial questions and give you practical advice to guide you on your financial journey. If you enjoy the podcast, consider subscribing and leaving us a review. You can also follow the Financial Pathway page on Facebook for more helpful financial tips and videos. Wow, it is episode 100. Thank you so much for listening and allowing us to even get to this point. I've heard that 50% of podcasts don't make it past episode 3. There are about 4 million podcasts out there, and of those, I think it's only 20% have more than 10 episodes. And I can just tell you, having been one of these millions of people who decided, yes, I'm also going to start a podcast and started one during the pandemic of all times, uh, I can totally see why. It's a lot of work to keep up with it. And um, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, I'm, I'm not rivaling Joe Rogan or any you know popular podcast out there. There's a lot of people who get a lot more listenership than I do. But it does seem like once a week or so, I'll hear from somebody who says, hey, I listen to your podcast. My joke is always the same. I say, hey, thanks. I'm, I'm glad it's not just me and my mom listening to, <laughs> to the podcast. Um, but it's really encouraging because usually somebody will say something like, man, it's really helpful or I listened to your episode on X and I enjoyed it. And honestly, it's more encouraging than you know, but it keeps me motivated to want to keep bringing episodes and talking about financial topics. And, you know, I thought it would be fun since I you know, we've made it to episode 100. I did want to share with you, here are the top 10 most downloaded episodes so far. I did upload the very first episode on March 11th, 2020. So it's been more than three years. And it was literally a matter of days before all the COVID shutdowns began. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that was a good time or a bad time. I guess it was a good time because people were a lot more looking for some things to do during during the the during the shutdowns, but at the same time, it seems like everybody and their brother also decided, I'm going to start a podcast at that same time. If you've been listening since episode one, some of these you may remember. My guess is that if you're listening to this episode, you probably came on board somewhere after episode one. And if you want to go back and check out some of these other episodes, uh, here are some of the most popular ones, at least by number of downloads. Um, Actually tied for number one, is episode 58. I did one about gas prices, Russia, the energy crisis. That was right in the height of gas prices just going through the roof and there was a lot of turmoil. That's tied number one with uh, episode three, one of the very first episodes I did with my dad, an interview with Kurt Skelly. And so those 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 two are right now are tied for the top one. Number three is episode 70, Church Culture and Compensation. Another conversation I had with my dad, so I'm, I'm noticing a theme here that people are more interested in hearing what my dad has to say than me, but that's okay. No, it, it really has been great to have him on the on the uh, podcast a couple times, and I'll have to have him uh, come on the podcast again here soon. And we talked about, uh, like the episode mentions, culture, compensation, and really kind of digging into some of the you know, some of the details around you know, what it takes to be in a pastoral role and church leadership and all those things. Number four was episode 49, Pastoral Compensation with Brian Sams. I know a lot of people that listen to the podcast are in ministry, and so I know these topics around ministry are are usually very uh, interesting. And pastoral compensation is such a tough topic. Man, it's just such a, a difficult subject to broach because it's very personal. A lot of pastors are very hesitant to want to talk about compensation, but it's a huge 
hugely needed topic, and uh, Brian shared some great wisdom on that one. Number five is episode 29, Robin Hood Revolution. That was uh, right at the height of AMC and GameStop and all of that craziness going on with with the Robin Hood app and uh, just kind of an explainer video, but also some thoughts that I shared on Robin Hood that I would still hold to this day. And so you can check check that one out. Number six was episode 61, From Wall Street to Worship with my friend Jeremy DeSpain. Uh, Jeremy's a great guy, very knowledgeable. He worked in the world of finance. He actually is a financial advisor but he's a pastor as well, and so he he wears different hats and uh, shared some great insight just about his journey and uh, you know what it's like to work in the corporate world, but also to be in ministry and knowing what both of those different dynamics bring and how that's helped him uh, to to pastor people who are in uh, the workforce forty hours a week and uh, just just seeing things from both sides. Number seven was episode ninety four and ask me anything episode, a recent episode I did. I tackled a lot of uh, uh, popular and uh, hot button issues, including gold and Dave Ramsey. And so I think a lot of people were curious to hear more on those topics. Number eight was uh, how pastors can save big on taxes. I think one of the most important episodes I've done so far, if you're in ministry, particularly if you're a pastor, I really hope you'll check that out. Episode 64, um, some great tax saving tips that could be a huge benefit to you in the future. Number nine was episode 52, Money Phobia in the Pulpit with Josh Tice. Man, I love Josh's insight, love his uh, his attitude and the energy that he brings to everything that he does. And he just talked about how important it is from a pastoral perspective to really speak up on what the Bible has to say about money and not shy away from that topic within a church setting. And so I, I think it would be really helpful for you to check that one out. And then number 10 was Biblical Paradox, You Should Build Wealth. But wealth is a terrible goal. I, I love that episode. I love preparing for it personally. And um, and you can check that one out. That rounds the top 10. Also, I found it interesting. I just I, I was like, oh, I should look and, and see just where people are listening from, just kind of as a, a little bit of a curiosity for me. It seems like people listen to the, epi- or listen to the podcast from all over the country. Um, the top five states, that was interesting to me, Florida, Virginia, Ohio, Georgia, and California. So... Uh, man, wherever you're listening to the episode, if it's in one of those five states or anywhere else, I really appreciate it. That's kind of the cool thing about podcasting is you just get to see that you're, you're able to reach a lot of people in a lot of different places. And so whether it's family, friends, or even people that I've never met before, it's just kind of cool to see that people are listening all over the country. So again, huge thank you to everybody for listening to the podcast. Today, For the 100th episode, I wanted to share a story with you. It's actually a parable. It's not a true story, but no doubt the gist of this story has played out many, many times across human history. It's called the parable of the Mexican fisherman, and and, and it goes like this. There was an American investment banker who was taking a much-needed vacation on a small coastal Mexican village. And he was walking down the shoreline, and he noticed a small boat with just one fisherman in it. And the boat had several very large, fresh fish in it, recently caught. And the investment banker was impressed. So, wow, look at these these fish. He asked the the fisherman how long it took to catch the fish, to which the fisherman replied, only a little while. And then the banker asked, well, why didn't you stay out longer and catch more fish then? To which the Mexican, Mexican fisherman replied, well, this is all I need really to support my family's needs. And the American asked, well, what would you do with the rest of your time? To which the fisherman replied, well, I sleep in late. I fish for a little while. I play with my children. 
I take a siesta in the afternoon with my, with my wife. And then in the evening, we take a, a stroll into the village and I'll play guitar with my amigos and I have a full and busy life, senor. And the investment banker was really irritated by this answer. And he said to the fisherman very condescendingly, well, I want you to know I'm an Ivy League MBA and I can help you. You could spend more time fishing and then with the proceeds, you know, the profits, you could buy a bigger boat. And then with the proceeds from that bigger boat, then you could actually eventually build yourself a fleet of several boats and, and hire other fishermen. And then instead of selling your catch to a middleman, then you could directly sell it to the processor. And then eventually, if you build up enough capital, you can open your own cannery. And then you'd be able to control the, the, the production, the processing, and the distribution. Now, I mean, of course, if you were to do that, you probably would have to leave this fishing village. You'd have to move to a larger city with you know, more opportunity where you could run this growing enterprise. And the fisherman interrupted him. He said, but senor, how, how long would all of that take? The American said, well, I, I think you could have that done in maybe 15 to 20 years to really scale it to that point. And then the fisherman said, but what then? And the American laughed and he said, well, well, that's the best part. Once you build your enterprise to that point, you would be able to go public. You could have an IPO. You could sell your company stock to the public and you could be very, very rich. I mean, you could make millions. The fisherman said, millions, senor. Well, then what? And the investment banker replied, well, then you could retire. You could move to a small fishing village. You could sleep in late. You could fish a little. You could play with your kids. You could take a siesta with your wife in the afternoon. You could stroll to the village in the evenings, play guitar with your amigos. <laughs> and when I read that story for the first time, I just, I got such a kick out of it. How that story comes full circle. What's the moral of the parable of the Mexican fisherman? Well, the moral of the story is stop chasing what you already have, right? Here's this guy who's in the rat race, only, only thinking about how to make money and build and scale and build, you know, be successful. And at the end of the day, what is it all for? It's so that this man can do exactly what he's doing uh, today. I would say in the last three years, becoming an entrepreneur, business owner, starting financial pathway and you know, the biggest thing that I've learned, and really I'm continuing to learn, is that many people are chasing money. They're chasing success. They're chasing promotions in hopes that one day they might be able to enjoy the things that are actually already in front of them. See, what I've come to realize is that I've got to filter all my decisions through what is really important. At the end of the day, what is it that I'm chasing? What is this all for? And for me personally, I've tried to crystallize that into something that I call my statement of financial purpose. I've talked about this before on the podcast. Here's my statement of financial purpose. You know, what is the, the role that I want money to play in my life? Why is money important to me? Here it is. To have a flexible schedule, to travel with my family, to give generously, and to serve churches. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm chasing. Well, what are you chasing? How do you want to spend your time? Who do you want to spend it with? I think the, the story, the parable of the Mexican fisherman, reminds us that we can't buy the lie that 
you need lots of money in order to live a fulfilling and successful life. Now listen, I'm not against hard work, ambition, vision, building something for the future. What I'm not saying is that all of us need to chase the life of the Mexican fisherman and that's the ideal for everybody, right? Uh, I'd like to think that that's what I'm trying to do now, to work hard and have vision and try to build something that grows for the future. That's that's why I'm, I'm a business owner. That's why I started my own company. But I also don't want to let the rat race blind me into thinking that the only life worth living is somewhere far down the road. Learn to enjoy every day and live a full life, not just a busy life. So I hope that's a help to you. I hope that's an encouragement to you because it's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned over these last three years and one that I continue to learn. And, and I hope it's one that, that you do as well you know, before, before things get too, too far down the road, right? Well, where to from here with the podcast? I definitely have a backlog of ideas and topics that I'd like to hit on in the future, but you know what I've, I've seen so far, at least I, I think I've seen, I think I've noticed, the episodes that seem to really resonate the most are those that deal with either current event topics, you know, if we're talking about prices of gas or inflation or the debt limit or stock market, etc., and interview podcasts, right? Talk to somebody else. So apparently you only want to hear about what's going on right now or somebody else's voice. No, but <laughs> in all seriousness, it is difficult sometimes to do solo podcasts, uh, solo episodes. It is... Um, I think a lot easier and, and also more enjoyable to listen to a conversation. And I do like to have interviews from time to time. So this is where I'd like to focus most of my attention going forward, trying to hit on topics that are kind of top of mind current events and uh, and, and having interviews with interesting people that, that will uh, bring a helpful perspective. So I'd like to have variety too, but we'll try to steer the, ep uh, the future episodes in those directions for the most part. Here's where you can help. And this is, this is where I'm asking for your help. If you enjoy the podcast, if you've listened at all, I'm asking for your help. I'm throwing up the bat signal. Tell me what topics you'd like me to cover. All right, send me an email, info at nateskelly.com. That's probably the best way to reach me. And if you have any suggestions for people that I should interview and have on the podcast, please let me know because I'm very, very much open to those suggestions. So if you can help me in those ways, I'd really appreciate it. Well, thank you again, as always, for listening to the podcast, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.